Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I am Jamaica Gordon. I'm speaking today with Errol Campbell, top spelling bee coach and teacher at Macaulay Primary School in Spanish Town. Mr. Campbell will be speaking with us about his journey to becoming the winning spelling bee coach and how this has aided his own growth and development. Thank you for joining us on Impacting Jamaica, Mr. Campbell. Thank you for having me, Mr. Mika. It's a pleasure. Alrighty, so um, I want to begin by asking you um, how you got into the business of coaching students for the Spelling Bee competition. All right, so it was the love for, um, for reading. And uh, I remember starting off at Macaulay Primary School as a young teacher. My then principal, Mr. Jerry Banton, I approached him as early as telling me to find out if there is a club. And uh, at the time, nothing was going on. And so he gave me the permission to start the spelling bee group at the school. And that's the genesis of the whole process. But what piqued your interest in the first place when it comes to spelling bee? Did you have a background in that yourself? Yes, I did. I have a background. Just for a brief moment, though, but not as my not as successful as my, my speller. So while I was at Ensom City Primary School, I was involved in spelling bee. So the interest was there from that time. Okay. Um, what was your background like in terms of growing up? Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, where are you from? And what was life like for you as a child growing up? All right, so uh, growing up for me was fun. I am based in Portmore. I was based in Portmore at the time. And uh, I was living with, I was the youngest one at the time for my parents, four parents. It was fun. I enjoy track and field. I enjoy reading. I was just like a normal, regular child. I was very active. Was there anything in your childhood that you think um, influenced your decision to become a spelling bee coach and a teacher? I would say, I think my, my parents, my mother, Miss Hazel Garden, had a very strong impact on my life as it relates to teaching and in general, going after anything that I desired. She was my cheerleader. She was my motivator. Whatever I wanted to do, um, she would encourage me to do same. So my mother, played a very pivotal role in me being a teacher because that's something I would have discussed with her and she encouraged me to pursue it. Mm -hmm. Others have said as well that you are walking in the footsteps or you're akin to former spelling bee coach, God rest his soul, Glenn Archer. Have you heard that? And what do you think of it? <laughs> Thanks much. So definitely I have heard it repeated many times. It's like each year I hear the the comparison persons will, will like me onto Mr. Archer. Personally, I believe that Mr. Archer is on another level. That man has dedicated his life to spelling bee and training in general. And it's 
a good feeling being compared to a legendary. And you have made such an impact on the local landscape that, um, you know, the comparison is, is not without merit. Um, I'm sure your students and your, te- your, your fellow teachers and stuff also share that view. Um, I, I want to ask as well, in terms of, you know, doing the coaching and all of that with students, is there a particular method that you have to selecting who you work with? How do you decide who you're going to coach? All right, so there are different levels as related to selection of children. At the Macaulay Primary School, we have a spelling bee club. And so we will always have a few children in line waiting their turn to represent Macaulay Primary School. Apart from that, at Macaulay, we believe in one, we're one team and we believe in one vision. So from time to time, the different teachers will identify children who have the potential or the ability to spell and they will send them over to me and we'll work out the kinks. Also, parents from different schools have been reaching out to me since of lately and we have been starting, you know, um, once the connection is made, then we're able to start uh, the process for those children who are not a student at Macaulay Primary School. What, what, what would you say has been the most challenging experience for you thus far? As it relates to um, a teacher or coaching, sorry, coaching. Yeah, if 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 you've had any such experience. Well, over the years, the only challenge I would say is that you would want I would want all the different parties, you know, the stakeholder to be actively involved, and so sometimes after we set the goals and we start the process to get everybody, the parents, the guardian. To get everybody involved, I think that would be a better, it would better help the process to be easier, a little easier. So it's all about getting the parents, guardians, and other persons to get um, everybody working together as one team so that the, the dream can be fulfilled within the set time frame. Okay. Is, is there a particular um, challenge that you can speak to, you know, something that you... Or, you know, you, you knew that you could get done, but it was taking a while to get it done, like in your own, you know, growth as a, as a, as a spelling bee coach. All right. I can think of this year, um, my recent champion, Tavian Morgan, one mm-hmm. of the greatest challenges that we had was the distance. And so we had to be creative. We have to find creative means and ways to get the process done, um, to get the training done. So they would have to leave from Mandeville to Spanish Town, where I'm based at Macaulay Primary School. But as I said, we come up with some creative way just to get the job done. Mm-hmm. So although the challenge exists, I believe that if we plan meaningfully and execute it, it can be done. Looking back at your childhood and your decision to go into the field of you know nurturing young lives and, and where you are now, is there um and an overall a point at which you you've seen or what has been the growth that you have seen in yourself from making yourself available to assist all of these students all right so i believe that i was called to do teaching and training and yes i believe that making an impact on the life of these children is very important so even from the beginning, when I knew that I wanted to be a teacher from as early as about eight years old, 
I knew that I wanted to do this. I knew that I wanted to touch life. And seeing that I'm now working in the Spanish stone community, it has been a privilege. I see where I'm able to reach parents from at the different levels and with different means. So that's the impact, not only the children's life, but the parents in general. Is that a particular challenge for you? You mentioned Spanish Town. Well, it's kind of stigmatized um, where, you know, once you work, I'm not generalizing, but once you work in a particular area, for example, Spanish Town, some person will stigmatize it to say that, you know, nothing good will come from the ghetto, so to speak. And I deliberately choose to stay at Macaulay Primary because working with those children who have very challenges is a pleasure when you can impact lives. Mm-hmm. How much further would you like to see yourself go in terms of your career as a spelling bee coach? You know, what else would you want to? What's next? All right, so definitely um, the program that I have, I really want to package the product at a higher level and promote it to the various stakeholders and hopefully something bigger can come out of it also. I believe that I have the innate ability to be the second Jamaican coach to prepare a child and win the Scripps Spelling Bee competition. So that's something that I hold dearly to my heart. And the children are here. We have the children in Jamaica. And as soon as that time comes, I believe that it will happen in short order. I believe so too. And I'm certain that you, the parents and teachers also believe that. And interestingly, that's exactly what I thought you would say, because that that's exactly what we would want as a nation. That's exactly what we would want. So we're all behind you and we're rooting for you to get that done. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. What would you say, though, has been the most rewarding or fulfilling element of your being a coach, you know, thus far. Um, but before you even answer that, I'm sorry, how long now? Which I should have asked that at the top of the interview. How long have you been doing this? I've been coaching for more than 10 years now. Yes. What, what do you think has been the most rewarding um, aspect of it for you? Yeah, sorry. I think there are many aspects, if I may share more than one. Yeah, man, um, go ahead. In reflecting, I am pleased to assist, you know, the children over the years. And I have produced over 14 parish champions, five consecutive national champions. And three of those children would have represented Jamaica, the Scripps National Spelling Bee in America. So I re- it's, a, it's a pleasure to be working with the children and getting this result. Um, how, how do you see that being in the spelling bee um, or training for the spelling bee competition benefits your students? What's the right, impact so that you think that, you know, being engaged in that activity really has on them? Being in spelling bee, it has many, uh, many benefits for the children. All right? For one, it improves their communication skills. It equips them with the soft skills that they need to function as they grow up. Um, it also helped them to study properly and give them study skills, techniques. It also built teamwork with the children. It also enabled them to do proper interview. It helps them also to prioritize their goals, you know, what they need to do and when they need to get it done. It also helped them to gain knowledge in etymology as it relates to the different um, languages that is needed. 
for the spelling bee competition. And it's all, it also helps them to be more organized and help them to remain calm under pressure. And these are some positive things that not only spellers, but children, young people in general, if they can get some of these qualities, then we'll be able to produce a more rounded set of young people for a better Jamaica. We're taking a break now to hear from our sponsors. John John, I know you're in there. I want to light to come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Keisha, just like me tell Pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things here. So you can't stop, knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsco.com for more info. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back. I'm speaking with Errol Campbell, the winning spelling bee coach, who is sharing a bit of the secret to his success with us on Impacting Jamaica. It's interesting that you should have gone there, you know, with your response, because that was my other question. What do you think the benefits are for us as a country, as a nation, having children who go through this, um, this spelling bee competition and the training? Yeah. So definitely, as I said, it will be able to help them to communicate their feelings, you know, and I think based on what is happening in our society where a lot of young persons, some persons rather, are not able to communicate how they feel about things mm -hmm. instead of just acting at once. So, you know, that will be sharpened. It will equip them with decision-making skills, believe it or not, because if you are given a, um, a particular word, let's say Merlot in French, then you have to use up all the different rules as it relates to the etymology to unlock those words. And so if our youngsters are faced with problems and they are able to identify the problems and to come up with solutions, then it will help. So there, there's a lot of positive as it relates to spelling bee and how it can impact not only children, but others in general. Mm -hmm. um, how, how do you consider that the... Well, how do you think being the, the coach and working with the students have helped your own, you know, your own growth and development as a teacher, as a coach, or in general? Mm -hmm. Personally, working as a spelling bee coach and working with the youngsters has helped me to be a planner. I will sit out and I sometimes plan for two years. <laughs> um, I'm a planner. I plan to the T. I am more organized. It helps me to be, um, to manage my time wisely, yes. Because at times I have so many things to do. And, you know, when I'm able to plan all the different things and to know what to do first, et cetera, then. So it, it has helped me to be a more rounded individual. I'm sorry, did you say you plan for two years? Yeah. All right, I'm letting <laughs> on some secrets. <laughs> How does that work? And why do you need to plan for two years? For me, this is just me. I believe that if you have a dream, 
and you don't do anything about it, if you don't put it on paper, if you don't um, plan it out to the T to find out what am I going to do, where am I going to get the resources, what step to take, what is plan B is going to look like, what plan the different thing, I am able to plan ahead. However, do you know that after your plan, there are going to be a time when you have to rearrange and shift around things. So, and it makes it easier for me when I plan. I can go back to the plan and tweak it. Interesting. Yeah. Do you consider being a spelling bee coach um, as like a business that you're like an entrepreneur? What is your approach to it? It is. I do believe it's a business. And as I said earlier on, the program that I'm trying to, it's still in the young stage to develop Errol Campbell's Spelling Bee program. It's a package and I am working on promoting it properly, packaging it properly and promoting it. And uh, it's going to do great exploit because it's not just spelling words and remembering words, but it's all about equipping children with life skills, things that are going to help them to become better citizens, a rounded approach. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about the landscape locally for this kind of a service or, or business. How would you describe our local landscape? Is there a market for the services that you offer? And, you know, how much of a market is there? Definitely. It's as, and I could also refer back to what you said before. It's, an, it's a business. And mm -hmm. the Spelling Bee competition is an annual event. And so it's always in demand. There's a market. And once you do your feasibility studies, our persons reach out to you and you decide to start out the bee, then all you need to do is to just give it your best. So as a, a program, you the coach, you have to be deliberate. You have to be um, decisive. You have to know your product. You have to build the persons. And you can't compare because children are different. I can remember working with Tori and Beckford, my youngest champion to date. At the age of nine, she became the cleanest children's own spelling bee champion. And it comes right back to the approach that I took. It's a business, it's a brand. And I had to work very hard in spite of her age to lay the foundation properly and also to package it and also to put her out there. And then she became the youngest Jamaican speller. So I think that if all coaches throughout Jamaica would uh, you know, do their best in whatever way to market their brand, then we will lift the level of the competition locally and even internationally. Do you think we have enough coaches to meet the demand? Is there like, you know, need for other people to join the sector? The, the... I do believe that we have enough coaches because it's an annual B, as I said. And so there is a constant rotation because you have new coaches who are coming into the business and they are diligent and, you know, they are coming in with their insight and they are giving it their best. So there is definitely a market and maybe what we can do and I have been doing it with some coaches is to help. And if we can network, because spelling bee is not about us, the adults, it's about the children. And if we can network and help each other, then that in itself will raise the level of the competition. Very good. Mr. Campbell, um, let's talk about the balancing act because spelling bee is time consuming, training is time consuming, teaching is time consuming and requires a lot of, it all requires a lot of, a lot of you mentally. 
How do you decompress or de-stress? <laughs> I, I sing. I am a member of the Portmore Evangelical Center. I sing lead at times with the choir. Well, I usually sing on the worship team. I'm on a break right now. But, you know, apart from singing, I will read. I love watching um, TV comedy. And, uh, you know, so I'm involved also in football. And so I'm the manager of the Windsor Lion football um, teams, the youth program, and also the Macaulay program. So, you know, I will go to different matches and sometimes just lying, so to speak, with friends and family. Also, you have to be able to do different things so to strike the balance, because as I said, teaching alone comes with, you know, its challenges and training. So you have to find an outlet. You have to find something that you can do that you love. That's exactly what my other question was. How do you balance your many roles with, you know, being a teacher, being a coach and your family and your church role and your other extracurricular activities? What's the, you know, what, what's the, what's the, the, the secret for you or the, 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 that thing, that strategy that you do that you find that helps you to balance all of this? For me, I think it comes down to time management. And once you are deliberate, all right, so school start for me at 7 o'clock. We go to 2.30. You know, I will take a break. Then I do the different activity, whether it's going to be spelling on a Monday and Wednesday, quiz on a Tuesday and Thursday, and maybe track and field on a Friday, Saturday. So they are different. I, for me, I, as I said, I'm a planner. I plan the thing down to the T. And sometimes the plan doesn't always work out, but being organized and able to put the thing out and you can look at the plan, then it will help you to make better decisions and better informed decisions. So it, and the thing is that some persons, and in the past, I find myself being burnt out. So if you don't know how to compartmentalize or how to manage your time, then you can be burnt out. And we don't want that. Very true indeed. Mm -hmm. um, your personal success strategy mm -hmm. um what do you think makes you successful at what you do oh wow i think it's i think it's the god in me and the passion that i have for um for education for sharing with my youngsters yeah i think it's a passion i mean when i lie down in bed i i feel good knowing that listen today was a productive day i give it my best and when you're passionate about what you're doing, then you're going to do it to the best of your ability. You're going to do it from a place of love. And that's what I think separated from me and made me different. Indeed. Yeah. What, what's, what's the message that you would want to impart to students who probably have watched Spelling Bee and would like to try, but are hesitant because they're nervous? Or maybe a parent who sees that talent in their children or you know and would want them to do it but is hesitant it's a simple word try t-r-y try as parents parents have to take the initiative to reach out whether to uh, the principal of the particular school or the teacher or you know as i said i'm out there person tend to find me i don't even know some persons find me but just find an individual, find a teacher. And if you can find a teacher and say that my child is reading way above his or her grade level, then that's a good indication. And sometimes what I realize, even for children too, they are afraid to try because they believe that they will fail. And I believe that if we can teach our children to fail forward, 
trust me, their lives will be better. So I, I would say to the parents and the children, just try, take the step, find someone, find a coach and get the book, get the dictionary and just give it your best. Once you purpose in your heart that you are going to try and as long as you're moving forward, you're going to see the growth and the development. And remember, success is not a one-shot thing. It's a process. And I think if a child finds a coach and they deliberately plan and move forward and execute a plan, then you will see improvement. What do you mean by fail forward? It's some person art. It simply means continue to move, be consistent. You may start to, let's say you're learning French words or you're learning the French rules and you realize that you're just making a blunder, you're making mistake after mistake. What you need to do is to look at what, why you're making the mistakes and just keep on trying. Don't give up. That's what feeling forward me. Just keep on trying. Keep on moving. Maybe today you do something, let's say you do a written drill, and you end up with 17%, don't give up. Fail forward, keep moving. Maybe tomorrow you'll get 18%. Maybe the next week you will get 25%. And once you're consistent and once you keep studying and once you keep on believing and you put in the hours, then you're going to see that, hey, you're on the path of success, greater success. Indeed. If, if you could go back to your younger self when you were probably 10 or 12 or 13, is this what you, you envisioned that you would be doing? The, um, spelling or? Spe spelling be coaching, teaching. Are you definitely. living what you thought you'd be living when you were that young? All right, so definitely for, spe for, for teaching, definitely. That's what I would be doing because from as young, as I said, from as early as eight years old, I knew I wanted to teach. I would be teach the chairs, the deck, whatever whatever I could teach, I would teach, or whoever I could assist, I would assist. assist. So spelling bee came along because of the love, as I said, for, you know, the language and for um, as a result of reading and being a part of spelling bee. So yes, I would have been preparing You'd myself. Doing... Like yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you so much for spending the time with us here on Impacting Jamaica. It was truly an interesting conversation and it was a pleasure to have you as a guest on the program. Thank you, Mr. Mika. And as, as I said before, it's a pleasure also sharing with you and Jamaica. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.